L-O-P in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. Bring a block to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You are now locked into the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 43. Shouts out to my good friend, Ivan Jones. My boy, Ivan, came through for episode 42, man. We talked about, what then we talked about? We talked about parenthood. We talked about uh, his journey in life coaching. We, you know, we talked about manhood. We talked about a lot of stuff. And shouts out to everybody that's let me interview him so far. These these real conversations that we're bringing to the table, it's it's amazing. I know some of them is probably hard to talk about. I know some of it is probably hard for y'all to listen to, but this is real life. And we're going through real things, man. That was episode 42. Shouts out to the listeners, man. Y'all been rocking with me from day one. I ain't pissed y'all off yet to the point where y'all not rocking with me. Hopefully, I won't piss y'all off to that point. But thank you, man. Y- y'all are rocking with the kid. We are 43 episodes deep. This podcast is grown, grown. It's rock out Brooklyn shit, baby. Episode 43, man. Um, Holidays are coming. Um, Holidays are coming. And uh, it's, it's you know, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I get into the holiday spirit. Every year I get into the holiday spirit. It's not easy as it used to be because... You know, when you lose family or you have family members that don't really fuck with each other like that, it's not the same. But I, I still get into the spirit. You know, losing my mom's um last year, it's it last Christmas was a little it was a little you know emotional for us. But you know, she's here in spirit. I still get into the Christmas spirit. I actually started my holiday Christmas shopping yesterday. You know what I'm saying? I, t- I took like a, a a personal me day yesterday, which I fucking needed. You know, life is a little stressful. Um, yo, I rocked out, man. I was I was chilling. I actually went to the movies, which I haven't been to the movies in. Ugh, I can't fucking remember. Um, shit, man. I went to go see the Eternals, which is actually a pretty good movie. I, you know, I've been a Marvel fan since childhood, but I, I didn't really follow the Eternals story that much. And actually seeing and becoming more familiar with it, I think it was fucking incredible. So I took a me day, man. I went, I went sort of Eternals. Had a little alcohol while I was watching the movie, which was great. I will never, ever, ever in my life buy fucking uh, uh, movie theater food ever again. It was, it was oh, man. <laughs> yo, yo, I spent seven fifty for a little thing of nachos, Doritos, my bad, and cheese. They gave me a $1 bag of uh, uh, Doritos and a little ass cup of fucking cheese for seven fifty. I will never do that shit ever in my life again. I was so appalled. You know what I'm saying? I was by myself, so I couldn't talk shit to nobody about it and let them know how I felt. But I'm letting y'all know right now. <laughs> But yeah, yesterday was cool, man. I had like a little me day to myself. Uh, spent some bread, went to the mall, started doing a little Christmas shopping, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I love my kids a lot. And I feel like Christmas gives me a chance to show them my appreciation because you have to appreciate your kids too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kids need to appreciate us, but at what point, you know, do we show appreciation for them? Because, you know, for us, a lot of our children change our lives. I know they changed my life. I was already mature, but they helped me become more mature. I, I grew more. And... I was in my early 20s, you know what I'm saying, when I had them. And the good thing is about we got to grow together. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't old. I wasn't that young. I was still young. And it's been a beautiful journey, man. So listen, man, y'all going to have some smiles on your faces when Christmas comes. You know what I'm saying? Bang, bang. Uh, today's episode 43, man. Um, I want to talk to y'all about creativity 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Creativity comes from a special place. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. A lot, a lot of, a lot of creative people are seen as off or, or crazy. Some of them are. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm a creative person, and my creativity comes from a deep place within. But sometimes it does cause me to be a little off. But why is that a bad thing? I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't. I don't think you could be regular. And be creative. Like there's no way fucking possible to be regular and be creative. Look at look at some of the best artists ever. Listen, some on the hip hop side of shit, some of the dopest artists ever were Gemini's. I'm a Gemini. Listen, man, you got the Kendrick Lamar's, Tupac. I believe Biggie was a Gemini. We all Gemini's, and Gemini's we're, we're special. Here's the thing, right? Us Gemini's get a bad rap. We get a bad rap. Y'all always. I don't know who spread this rumor. I feel like a Virgo spread this rumor about us years ago that we was all two-faced, which is not. I've never met a two-faced Gemini. Ever, ever. That's like either a Virgo or fucking Sagittarius spread that rumor back in the day. And that shit's like <laughs> kind of like timeline throughout I don't know however many years, man. This shit is crazy. But we're not two-faced. Well, most of us are not. Like I said, I've never met a two-faced Gemini before. But we're creative, man. Creativity comes from, it comes from pain. It, it comes from life experiences. Creativity comes from uh, it comes from the heart, man. It comes from the soul. It's not creativity doesn't all come from the brain. I, I feel like the soul and the heart fuels creativity and then pushes it to the brain. You know what I'm saying? And, and you might feel like you thought of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Before that message was relayed to your brain, it came from here. See, creativity, like I said, it comes from a deep place. It doesn't necessarily start in the brain. It's relayed through the brain. It does not start in the brain. And I don't have no scientific way to prove that shit, but a lot of people that are creative understand what I'm saying. If you come from if you come from a musical background and you've been making music all these years, then you understand like a lot of music is built on emotion. Good music comes from emotion. It comes from here. A lot of music nowadays is fucking trash. And I'm not, oh man, I hate to come off and sound like the the bitter old dude. Cause I'm not old. Like I'm still young, but damn, like me being a, a hardcore hip hop lover. It's really hard to listen to the hip hop music that comes out nowadays. It's it's I, re, I really question two things. I question I, I question a lot of new artists' level of creativity, and I question the love that they have for hip hop because it it just doesn't seem like it's there. It, it doesn't at all to me. It's like it just honestly, and I, and I hate to say this. I don't, well, I really don't hate to say. It. I don't give a fuck. We don't like it. But a lot of artists out nowadays, y'all just sound like a bunch of motherfuckers that was in your basement with equipment recording. You know what I'm saying? You was just smoking weed and rapping because this shit was cool because your mans was doing it. Or one of your mans was a producer and he had fire beats. Why you think there's so many one-hit wonders out there? You know what I'm saying? Um, I got other <laughs> other speculation and truths about music, but I'm not going to put that out yet. I ain't that big yet. I don't want to get canceled yet. because Let me tell you something. On the cancel side of shit, once I get to a point where I'm bong, 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 ain't going to be no motherfucking canceling me, dog. And I'm going to tell you now, I got a contingency plan for fucking everything. I have a plan B, C, D, E, and F. So once I'm to that point and I can really, really talk about certain shit, back it up and say what I want, just be ready. Just be ready. They ain't going to like it, but it's all good. And, and guess what? It's not going to fucking affect my money either. Y'all can challenge that when I get to that point if you want. But the creativity levels right now, to me, and the music industry is not there. And it hurts because I'm a hardcore hip-hop lover. I, I love hip-hop. I, I come from that middle child um, generation. Just like, like J. Cole said, the middle, middle, middle child. I come from that middle child where we're, we're old enough to have seen when it was at the foothills, but we're young enough to know what's popping right now. You know what I'm saying? 
So us middle children, we a lot of us are conflicted with the new music that's out nowadays, especially the hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I remember when we literally remember when hip hop albums dropped every Tuesday and it was some creative ass shit. Now they drop on Fridays. I actually prefer them to drop on Fridays. But sometimes when when I go on Apple Music, shouts out to Apple Music because y'all give opportunities to the little man that don't even have a record deal that would have never got a record deal. Now all he needs is a distributor and he could put his album out. Shouts out to companies like Tidal. Shouts out to all these streaming platforms. But on the creative side, sometimes whenever I go on every every Friday, I go on Apple Music, boom, boom, boom. And and I'll open it up or title whichever app I feel like using that day because I fuck with both. So whichever app I feel like using, I'll go and say Apple Music. I go on Apple Music and I go through the hip hop section and I look at new releases. The only thing creative about these albums be the fucking covers. Some of the covers even be weird. You know what I'm saying? Some of the some yo some of the rap names be weird. And I hate this shit because I really feel like creatively our culture is dying it's it's going downhill i feel like the who's who's that are really good are fighting to keep this shit afloat they're really fighting to keep this shit afloat shouts out to griselda shouts out to benny the butcher Westside gun conway that was supplying his hard body from last year to this year with music through this pandemic shouts out to artists like Nas and hip boy that dropped king's disease part two recently that was a dope ass project i'm down i'm just talking about the hip-hop side and i'm talking about the hip-hop side and i'm specifying that because a lot of y'all that listen to it you're going to jump in my fucking DMs and be like, well, what about this such and such album? And it'll be like a whole different category. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I fucks with R&B. I fucks with reggae. I fucks with all different genres of music. Um, The only two genres of music I really don't rock with is country music and bluegrass. It's, it's not for me. My brain is not wired for that shit. You know what I'm saying? But we are talking about hip hop today. But I, I miss the creativity levels of it. I miss when albums were dropping on, on Tuesdays or Fridays or whatever. And they were good and we were anticipating it. And we knew we were going to get our, a bang for our buck. We knew that we were going to get something that we could just rock to for the whole weekend. Like, yo, I got that new such and such. It's not there no more. And it needs to come back. It, it really needs to come back. For our culture to keep going forward, it needs to come back. And the crazy thing, you know, um, I don't know about now, but I know up to like last year, I think hip hop was like a trillion dollar industry. Why the fuck is it worth so much, but worth so less? And that's going to go over your head. I'm going to be right back with the Life Up Product Podcast. Uh, shouts out to Anchor. We got to pay these bills. We're going to come back with the second half of the show. We're going to talk about this shit. Bang, bang. Yeah. What up? What up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast. This is episode 43. Uh, we're talking about uh, creativity um, today. Um, before I got into the show, I was telling y'all about, I started my Christmas shopping. Shouts out to my boy, Sean, man. I was visiting him and his wife, my good friend, Sean and Tara, and but they already got the Christmas tree up, but the shit is dope. It's dope, man. Like, yo, I was like, man, I need to like have you come here and hook mine up. But I think I'm going to do a pre-lit this year. But, you know, I know Christmas is still like another month and a half away, but I told you I'll get into the Christmas spirit. But um, <laughs> today's episode 43, we're talking, about, we're talking about creativity today on the show. And like I said, creativity comes from a deep place, a, a really deep place, man. Creativity kind of lines up with your talent. You You think that half of these big business owners were not creative. If you think they were not creative or they're not creative, you are fucking crazy because it has to, the two have to run parallel. They have to run neck and neck. You think Jeff Bezos is not creative. You think Elon Musk is not creative. Look at Kanye West, even though he pissed me off with that Trump and slavery shit, the man is very fucking creative and they are great businessmen. So there's no way 
Elon Musk could have sat down, come up with the Tesla plan, come up with, I don't know if he designed them himself, come up with these designs, come up with a business plan, XYZ going to the moon, NASA contracts, and not be creative. See, like I said, creativity comes from a special place. Those throughout time, all the way from now to the Nico Teslas, to, to people like that, these people who have learned how to make money off of their creativity, they've learned how to balance their creativity, and they learn how to discipline their creativity. These are the people that that make their mark in history. And that's another thing, too. If you if you're creative, and you've been a lot of people are creative, but they never get to push their creativity to the forefront. It, it goes nowhere, and it it hurts. Like even as an artist, I've seen it, and I've seen I've seen people older heads that I knew that was they were songwriters, they were musicians back in the day. These they were good. They they toured their whole city. Like you know what I'm saying? They were. I seen guys that was older guys like my pops age, and they played all over Brooklyn, the Bronx, Manhattan, Queens, Staten Island, Long Island, upstate New York. They've done Jersey places like this. Or other little, like the whole tri-state. But it didn't pop the way that they wanted to or the way it should have. And you got to understand, back then it was a lot harder. It was, it was music was more controlled by record labels. There was a stronghold on it where you can be the brokest artist right now and come out with a song and it can go viral. That was not possible back in the day. Uh-uh. Because you got to understand, they had to, payola was a thing. Poems had to get greased. Studio time cost more money. You could record a whole hit record on your phone now. Ain't that, that's crazy, right? Mind you, creativity, whoever wrote the apps and the software for that were creative and they saw the means for creativity that was needed. And it, it cost so much money back in the day for these artists. And not only did it cost money, there was more competition. See that, like, like I was talking on the first half of the show about hip hop not being creative how it used to be. You had to be good back then to get on. Whether it was R&B, whether it was gospel, blues, hip hop, it didn't matter. Like if you was a rapper back in the day, you had to have bars. Now all you got to do is duh, 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 and have fucking auto tune, and that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need now. Like it's it's kind of and it, look, man, I, I I kick it how it is, man. You know what? You know I, I've seen younger people when a lot of us old. Like I said, I'm a, I'm I'm in that middle child generation, but when older men or women give their opinions on hip-hop nowadays. First thing they say, oh, look at this old head, that old nigga. No, fam, you're just stupid. I'm sorry. You sound stupid. Your music sounds stupid. And I don't like calling people stupid, but it sounds stupid. Real talk, 50 years from now, if music, say if music changes or whatever is that, and people come back to their senses on the hip-hop side, 50 years from now, say 50 years from now, in what, 2071, if they do a study, and if, if, People come back to their senses and they realize this shit is stupid. They're gonna look back, they're gonna look back at this as the dark ages when it comes to the hip-hop side of things. And that's my opinion. Because it a lot of it makes no sense. It's not the the it the lyrically, it's not good. You have the production side, which is fucking incredible. Like, I'm sorry, we we give, I know we give all of the credit to the producers and the beat makers. We need to give credit to the Whoever's making the software and the sound designers, we we never we never give credit to the dudes who sat or the men, the women, the men and women who sat at a laptop and created these sounds. The people creating the synthesizers, the people creating these new drum kicks, the people that's that's just creating the the DAWs that we're using to make beats. We never give them credit. We only give credit to the people that's sitting back and actually making a beat. We never give credit to the to the 
people who actually play keys that's uploading these royalty-free samples to Splice and, and to Cymatics. We only give credit to the producers. Why is that? Why are y'all forgetting these people in the background? If these people never created these sounds, these wonderful beats that y'all listening to would not be here. They would be non-existent. So at a certain point, we have to give these people their flowers while they're here because they are on, on, on the production side, they are crafting the sound of hip-hop for us. And that's a high level of creativity a lot of y'all would never tap into. Got to give these people their credit. We only give them the credit to the producers. And I get it. I get it because it's quote-unquote cool to give the producer the credit. Or y'all might not even think to give the credit to these sound designers and these software and app designers. But at a certain point, I really feel like somebody needs to go to the forefront and 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 make it known who's doing what who's doing what we need to we need more interviews of these sound designers and these people that are doing that because they are crafting the future of music but on the lyrical side on the artistry side it is fucking trash right now i'm sorry i don't care who don't like it listen it's my opinion this is something i'm willing to debate with anybody now people can sit here and say oh well you don't understand it I do understand it and I understand that majority of it is not that good. And I'm I'm not I'm not saying that all of the artists, <laughs> younger artists out here are trash. Maybe that sound is for y'all, but it is a stupid sound. As far as like the lyrical side. Yo, look, man, even even song arrangement is not what it used to be. You have I remember you would have a song, the intro would be four to eight bars, maybe even twelve bars. You got songs now when they drop, the the, the artist is not coming on the song until almost a minute into it. And then they spitting like eight bars. You know, you know what I'm saying? I really want to know what the audition process is like for a lot of these artists. Because a lot of these artists, they can't rap. The rapping is trash. They can't fucking sing. Everything is like auto-tune or filter-based. So when y'all go into these offices, right? <laughs> and y'all got it. Because a lot of artists still have to audition. Or y'all taking like auto-tune mics or some shit. And I'm dead ass. Like I, I would really like to see footage I've seen footage of some of it, and it was bad. I'm not going to say which artists. I've actually watched footage of their audition tapes, but it was like, it looked like a fucking satanic ritual. It was weird, dog. Like, it was, I couldn't even watch some of it. One of them, I like, 30 seconds in, I had to turn it off because I, I didn't know how to feel about it. I was like, this shit is awkward. But I really want to know what your auditions be like. When y'all go in there, y'all can't sing. You, you got like one octave, and you could barely hit those notes. You can't rap. And it's like, ah, why they signing y'all? And I've discovered that a lot of dudes that got on got cousins in the music industry. A lot of these producers be their cousins and shit. You know, I mean, shit, you know, I'm not mad at that. If I was in position to put my cousins on, I would put my cousins on. I would try to realistically keep it real with them, let them know you got to get better before I put you on. But I will put my family on. I mean, shit, half of Atlanta is related anyway, right? Can I say that shit? Shouts out to Atlanta. And I respect y'all for keeping the money in house. But... At a certain point, we have to put all the niceness aside. We have to put the acceptance aside. And a lot of y'all fans, I blame y'all fans too for the the, the non-creativity levels in hip-hop because y'all accept anything nowadays. It's, it's like y'all accept it. And the first thing fans say, oh, we don't listen to the lyrics. We just listening to the beat. That's bullshit because y'all be singing along to the lyrics word for word. And I don't even be understanding some of that. I just I just think it's whack. And this, I'm, this, is, this is not me subbing the South. I've been fucking with South music. Back in Brooklyn, before people on my block was rocking, when I used to come down south to visit a lot, I remember me and my brother went back. We was listening to Master P, you know what I'm saying? Um, or like, oh, I'm bowing music. No, nobody on my block was rocking with it. I remember, I think it was in '97 or some shit, '98, early '98, when the streets is watching. Um, 
tape came out, we had that and we had the Unbowder movie. None of my friends even heard of the Unbowder movie. So I've been rocking with South Hip Hop for a long time. I just hate where it's at now. I love New York hip hop. I kind of hate some of the stuff where it's at now. I fuck with drill music heavy. I think drill music is dope. I think some of the rappers that's doing it have more potential than they even understand. I feel like if, if, if they stop trying to kill somebody in every bar and they focus more on quote unquote bars and creativity, they would take their whole drill movement to a whole nother level. And this is something that I would really, really love to see because I love hip hop, man. But creativity is special, man. Business is, 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 a, is creativity in itself. You can't, like I said before, you can't take your business to the next level and you are not creative. If your shit is bland, it's going to stay bland and you are going to make bland money. Cheers, the boy product, life of product podcast, episode 43, creativity. And I talked a little bit about my Christmas shopping. <laughs> Yo, listen, man, I love my kids. They better, oh, when they when they get older and, and they're all established in life and shit, I want something nice every Christmas, yo. I, I'm yo, yo. And no, don't don't try to get slick and collectively get me a gift. I want individual gifts from all of y'all. I am so serious. Or listen, man, if y'all don't do that and the holiday after Christmas, I'm knocking everything over and I'm gonna be a grumpy grandpa. Don't play with me. <laughs> I'm playing, man. I love y'all. I'm out, baby. Jip.